All right, I'm ready when you are. Me too. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. Hello. Hello. We are slowly coming to a close for season four, and it is very emotional. (laughs) Oh, God. You have watched ahead at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've rewatched ahead. I'll have to do additional rewatches, you know, the next couple of times we record, but... uh... Yeah, it's like even like anticipating some stuff like we've talked about, like being excited for Robbie's return. There's so much I forgot, so many details. And Dude, I'm excited. I legit forgot that Robbie was still coming back. Like, <laughs> I got so no, and we've, and we've talked now. about it like up until the first episode without him. Like we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I still but, forgot. But, <laughs> there's so much stuff going on. Like, 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 well, I mean, in the real world and in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude. Also, spoilers for season six, but I watch, I finally am starting to watch season six and I get to the episode where Gemma and Fitz are like in their like brain prison, their mind prison. And a lot of the stuff with the doctor comes up and it's real weird. And it was really like, I don't know, it was pertinent to to what we're watching now. So I'm glad I got to watch that last night, but I was like, oh my God. And, and now you know why I was so obsessed with the idea that astronaut Mike, not his real name, is uh, I don't remember his real name at this point either. Is it Will? Yes, it's Will. I'm I'm pretty impressed with myself because I am on an edible and smoking yeah. a vape right now, and that usually is the opposite effect on my memory. But yeah. I also do have a pretty okay memory, I think. Yeah, but um, Paul is pretty good about stuff like that too, I think. But even though I'm, I insist on calling Master Mike for whatever reason, but yeah, you you get my obsession with the question of when yes. does when does the high possession end or begin? Because who. I had not thought of it until they yeah. until they bring it up. <laughs> oh my god! Um, there's a hive reference in this episode as well. God, I fucking love how the writers just like, like they really do. Like nothing gets forgotten, nothing's wasted, and stuff comes back. And well, if you're like a loyal like fan of the show, it's really rewarding. I yes, think. I, I think it is. It's rewarding without feeling fan servicey, yeah. like 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 or like inaccessible. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Like, like that, you know, the moment where they make the hive joke, you know, reference comment mm-hmm. thing, like it also doesn't like, he doesn't stop and wink at the camera towards doesn't, it's not like clunky if you don't get it. If you're, if yeah. you're a newer viewer, like, like you're still okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. The show does a lot of that. It's, it's good. It's very well done. Um, before we get started, we are a part of the, but why though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter at, but why though PC and their website, but why though podcast.com. We're super proud to be a part of their community. So this is season four, episode 18, titled No Regrets, written by our our wonderful friend Paul Z, the emotional terrorist, and directed by Eric Lanaville. I think I'm saying that correctly. He yeah, had, I, I, he, I have a hard time with French names, yeah. because, well, especially because we pronounce them totally differently. Like I went to uh, a college that had a, a Du Bois Center. Uh, but they said Du Bois. That's what the guy said, you know. But like, yeah. but like, I also knew people that would say Du Bois, and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you'd be right if we were in France, but we're not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, bummer that Paul Z, while still working on Hellstrom, which is in post production, is still supposed to come out on Hulu, and it's one of the only. I think it is the only live action one, and there's two cartoons that are still happening: Hit Monkey mm-hmm. and Modoc, I think. Because I think Howard the Duck was canceled, and I know I know Tigra and Dazzler was canceled, mm-hmm. but uh, which sucks because like a lot of those were 
women run and women mm-hmm. focus, like both the characters and behind the scenes, which really just sucks. But uh, and I, like we've talked a lot about how bummed out we are about Ghost Rider, you know, not getting a chance. But he uh, lost his overall deal at Disney, and I think it's oh. it's probably less to do with performance and more to do with everything that's happening right now, <laughs> like, like, like because they're also like furloughing like long term permanent employees. So anyone who's got like a contract to be interesting and hopefully make interesting things, it's like really vague and nebulous or whatever. Yeah. Like, like I get I get why they have to cut those corners right now. It just sucks because for a lot of freelance creators, like I know in the entertainment industry, that's where they get their insurance. And mm-hmm. like, this is not the good time to be cutting that lifeline for people. <laughs> this is why we should not have insurance linked to employment in the country. But you know, <laughs> agreed. Hopefully, we will learn from this situation. You know, at this. Well, point, hopefully, and hopefully, like he'll get good things out of Hellstrom. Like maybe he'll keep yeah. working with Marvel and Disney, and maybe he'll find other opportunities because he's done a, a really great job with everything in Shield so far. And I assume Hellstrom will be. Uh, fun, fun as well, or Hell, Hellstorm. I'm not sure which which one it's called because the character is <laughs> yeah, named, named like, Hellstrom, but his superhero name is Hellstorm because that's yeah. Because yeah. Because <laughs> you're already the son of the fucking devil named yeah. Damien. Like, like you need a superhero name. Like just yeah, go with that. <laughs> um, I wonder if Paul Z would be interested in writing for for Star Wars, even though we don't need another white dude. Really true, true. <laughs> but, but but if they're going to not stop hiring them, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's if great. Everyone refused to, to not hire them. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, someone made a joke the other day on Twitter. Um, they brought up that like that screenshot of the little promo video for Project Luminous, the book like situation with Star Wars that's like coming. Mm-hmm. And there was like a like a like a board that had like ideas on it, and one of them was diversity on there. It was just like written in a whiteboard, and then like all of the casting news for the Cassian show is coming out, and they're all white people. And someone was like, "Ah, oh, so I guess this is off the table, <laughs> like diversity, really?" <laughs> Even though that wasn't for that, but it was just like, "Oh my god, guys, really?" Um, is Diego Luna going to be the only person of color in the show? Like, come on. Not great. Well, and speaking of Star Wars, when this one, when this episode originally aired in April 18th of 2017, I was having a not the best celebration, Star Wars celebration experience. Mm. <laughs> not the worst. But uh, that was Orlando? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, did, I did not go. I was in Orlando the week before celebration, but <laughs> I was there for work and I was actually staying in the Hilton. <laughs> also, shout out to Orlando for being awful. Yeah, <laughs> like, like just not in great. general, fuck Florida. Like, yeah. I, I there's people I love in Florida, but I don't yeah. enjoy it very much. Like nope. and and as far as I know, I don't think they do either. <laughs> like I think almost exclusively the people I I, don't, who I know who live there don't really enjoy it much. So. Uh, yeah, I everybody I know that lives or at least has like parents in Florida that they visit quite a bit, like nobody likes it. <laughs> nobody enjoys it. It doesn't the parents it really, do, I guess, but <laughs> Yeah, it's but it seems to be the consensus that unless you're retired, like you don't like Florida. <laughs> yeah. oh, weird. All right, so well, you mentioned its original air date is in April. I did, just because it happened April 18th, thank you. to be exact, <laughs> since we do that here. Yeah, and this, was, um, this would be one of the only episodes I probably didn't watch the night it aired because I was traveling. <laughs> and I probably texted you like, oh, get, get ready when you get back to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Hope you're having fun. Oh, my God. All right, so. Yeah, because this is a big one. 
it's a really big one. Oh my god, there's so much. Um, and I totally forgot about how this ended. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that's that's what's really nice. I kind of wish I would have watched season six like a while ago, like when it first aired, because I'm not gonna have the same reaction to it as I'm having to this of being like surprised by things that I forgot. <laughs> I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right, but but there'd still be like some I think emotional distance, especially because in that time you're gonna go through the entirety of season five and maybe start season seven mm-hmm. like so there'll be, be others really confusing <laughs> yeah we'll be like our own little time travel multiple split timeline thing going on <laughs> oh my god um so um we start up with mace and colson are on this little bridge like a highway bridge and they're pretending they're trying to like stage a car crash <laughs> so they could like so so it blocks the road so they can stop this um this hydro bus that's coming through and so colson's like oh, i need something and mace is like i know and he like lifts the car up and puts it on its side so it looks like it tipped over and colson's like oh that's good that's good what should i do should i do like an accent blah blah, blah. like my, my spanish is really good and mace is like no no you're good a little over eager but you're good um and this bus that's coming through, Daisy could possibly be on it, but Mace is wanting to get to a different prisoner, and apparently Ward did not take that well. Um, and that other prisoner turns out to be Trip, which is I forgot that this is how he's introduced. Um, and I guess Mace, Mace starts talking about how Ward has been really shaken since he saw Fitz shoot Agnes, and that he could have stopped it, and so he's having a hard time adjusting to that, the aftermath of that. Um, and May starts asking Coulson about Gemma and he's like, what's the deal with her? And like what she said about like the real doctor is like a good man. Like, I don't understand. And he's like, he's, he feels like she's hiding something and he wants to know what that is. And I'm, <laughs> what she's hiding is that, you know, Mace, you're not really here, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't even think he doesn't ever come to terms with that before the end of this episode. I don't think like, or- no. No, like the other so person sad. who has a re- uh, the, who has to deal with that revelation deals with it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it is awesome <laughs> in every way. But yeah. yeah, it's it's bonkers. Yeah. Um. So Coulson is like, hey, help, help. There's somebody in the car and gets the bus to stop. And they're like, hey, put your hands up. And he's like, please help. There's somebody in the car. And Mace jumps out down from somewhere on top of the bus. And he like kill you know takes everybody out and colson takes out his gun and has has excellent aim and shoots these guys um (laughs) his muscle memory is great and the bus is full of body bags which is like not exactly what they were looking for but uh, sucks um at hydra daisy is being tortured um and fits like she's like in her cell and fits walks in and is like adjusting his like suit and fixing his hair in the one-way mirror and it's it, so it's really interesting having watched that episode with in season six with Gemma and fits in the brain prison because they talk about how hydra fits is very much ego driven <laughs> like it wasn't about being the good guy like deep down it is about ego in some sense like all his like wanting to fix everything and wanting to make things that help humanity um which i thought was really interesting like watching this episode and being like oh wow like they're really playing up playing that up and i didn't notice that <laughs> so i at least i i knew it but i didn't feel it in the way that 
that I don't know, like I couldn't put it into words, like what that meant until that episode. So I was really glad I watched that. But anyway, he he tells Daisy, he's like, I know about your world, and uh, I guess well, kind of. <laughs> and I guess Ada has told him that their world wants to conquer his. Um, and he asks her, like, where's the Patriot? Like, is he from your world? Like, and he thinks that they've, he's him and all the Inhumans and his people have come from Daisy's world, our world. Um, and, you know, what about Gemma Simmons and blah, 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 the subversive. And she's like, she's not a subversive. And she's like, you know what? I wish I knew where Gemma was because I would tell you because if anybody can get you to wake the fuck up, it's Gemma because she loves you. And he's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. Um, but it's a really beautiful speech. And Daisy is totally, you know, OTP. Yeah. like <laughs> I feel like the last like several episodes have like reinforced that that daisy is like a, like i think i yeah. mentioned in the last one maybe that daisy's like like us like she oh, ships yeah. them too and it's just i don't know and then again just like us as viewers like can anyone blame her like she's introduced to them as Fitzsimmons. <laughs> it's like come on but but no she the faith she has in their relationship and in both of them like because i watched a little bit ahead like like it makes some of the stuff that happens in the newest season, like in the in the previous season leading up to it, like really like gut wrenching, like because Daisy like respects and and appreciates and understands and believes and fits so much, like it just Ugh. like not as much as Gemma. No one does as much as Gemma, yeah. but like everyone at this point on the show, like has like, it, but like just the the utmost respect for him as a person like like every and everyone has an individual relationship with him at this point which we've talked about a lot how like like really they all do they all have individual relationships with each other to a varying degree i think the one character who might suffer from that from being such, such a late addition is yo-yo but yeah. like who still does but just not as developed but i mean come on man like they're uh, yeah da daisy da daisy sticking up for them and and her defiance is badass and yeah i really like that scene like her just trying to get to him like not necessarily using Gemma, but just like being like hey want to get through the love him. of your life <laughs> like yeah exactly so there is like, like like that's where like there is no fucked up agenda like that's where he's wrong you know? yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah yeah absolutely so May is in the hallway and they have a remembrance wall, the Hydra version of the remembrance wall of all the fallen agents. And she's looking at it and Ada runs into her and um, May wants to be the one to take out the Patriot. And it is like, oh, well, we have a weapon that might beat him, but there's risks involved. And May says it's only a risk if you have something to lose, which is really sad that May is at this point. Like her one regret was fixed, but it, she, it gets her to a point in life where she has nothing to lose because she has no one that she loves in her life. <laughs> but but like in the again, framework, I mean, not well, like well, in real well, life. Well, right. But but like. I think we talked about it a little bit, but like even in the show, I think they hint at it more than outright say it. And, the, and, and but like Ada isn't as perfect as she thinks. Yeah, it's all yeah. a domino effect, and it's based on an algorithm about how things would probably run in, real, in the real world, which is very similar to like you know Westworld or whatever. Mm -hmm. But but uh, at the same time, it's like I don't know. Uh, we know she's motivated by an agenda because of how she does things with Fitz. Like definitely. 
like it can't be about what the person wants, even if it does come from undoing one true regret. If the regret that Gemma had led to her being dead, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think when when this all happened, she wasn't like, yeah. "Yep, ready to die." Like that's no. never been her vibe. <laughs> you know, she survived on a freaking desolate alien world for weeks on her own, and then may or may not have slept with an undead, oh you know, alienated <laughs> human. And either way, uh, she's a badass. And uh, yeah, so I feel like the. The algorithm is flawed to a degree, like for story purposes. And just, I think in addition to like story convenience to get the results we need for interesting dynamic, like I think other than Mac, none of them are true wish fulfillment. They're all just like interesting concepts of like, Ooh, what's with this one thing? That somebody yeah. And I think that really, Radcliffe really Radcliffe regrets. and Daisy have a conversation later in this episode, kind of around that. And it's interesting. Redcliffe has a very emotional speech about it. But I think you're right. Like, it is absolutely imperfect. But it's interesting because, like, this is the May that we knew, like, before Andrew came back into her life and before. Yeah, when the show started, really. Yeah. So it's like she, like, Ada's version of May is, like, this version that May no longer is. Like, she's moved past that already. And she's a she's been able to open up and, like, have relationships and have people that she loves and be able to be close to them and to feel and to lose them and know that it was all worth it anyway. So... Well, and I feel like that's an interesting take, like, because they all do have different results, you know, with, with mm -hmm. how... And different relationships with, with, with their new lives or whatever. And like you just said, it's not something I consider, but really accurate, you, you know, your description of... From May's situation is being, like, just regressing almost. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Is that, like, some commentary about, like, her... Even though she is opening up and, like ready to move forward, you know, in the, for, for the first time in her life. She's also like, because she's opened up emotionally, not just to others, but opened herself. Like she has all these like thoughts about the past that she compartmentalized and never yeah. returned to before. And so on top of thinking about the cavalry stuff more than ever, more than she has been probably a decade. But in addition to that, just like having just lost Andrew after reconnecting yeah. to him, like maybe there's some level with like, both just thinking about the past and thinking about this old version of herself and also just like thinking think maybe on some subconscious level like being like i i kind of wish it or it was easier you know yeah. before i did that but it was easier yeah. before i opened up it was easier to be that way i don't know that's a that's also such a good I, show <laughs> yeah, i know the other thing i was thinking about is like is ada well and also i am i'm confused on whether framework ada and real in our real world ada are synced because i don't it doesn't mm. feel like after this episode it doesn't feel like they are like they see they feel like very two separate people i guess so i'm confused but i was wondering if maybe like the way because may's situation like feels a lot i don't know like it just feels much different like you said than the other um shield agents that are in the framework right now and i'm wondering if that has something to do with like ada being jealous of may being able you know her lmd being able to be the one that was like evolved and different um from ada 1.0 um and even ada 2.0 and i don't know if there's like some i don't think they like address <laughs> it outright but i think that's some really interesting subtext that's probably probably there because she definitely has an account of the events like she knows what happened yeah. so like yeah the fact that she literally through like conviction and will had real emotion and love and ada can't yeah 
Yeah, oh, and even God. LMD May was yeah. able to have all of those things. Yeah, and did the right. You know, she sacrificed herself. To, She's taking yeah. it out on May. Both be, like it's weird. So I think I think she has a, I think she has a lot of respect for May, but I do mm-hmm. think that's super interesting. Yeah, God. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> um. So anyway, May um, is volunteering for this mission to take out the Patriot. So she's going to use the super secret weapon that has risks involved <laughs> that Ada has offered up. Um, at the shield base, uh, Mac, Mace, and Ward are checking out the bodies in the body bag. And Mac starts, or Mace starts asking about Hope. He's like, hey, where's your daughter? And then um, he's like, oh, you know, I, I can't remember what he says, but it's, and it's not important. It, he just brings her up because Max face just lights up and he talks about her it's really cute um but um mace um asks if he can um get the bus that they stole ready to basically do like a trojan horse mission they're gonna you know erase everything and make it so that they can infiltrate to the detention center to hopefully get to mace's um target (laughs) and hopefully daisy but we know that she's not there um so because apparently one of their shield operatives got caught and so they're worried about like Intel getting out and stuff like that. So they want to go get this guy before, before, before it's too late. Um, and Colson is in what used to be the lab at the playground and is helping the refugees. And Gemma comes over and she's like, Hey, ones and zeros can't die or feel the cold. <laughs> Cause he gives one of the family members a blanket and Colson like steers her away. He's like, maybe we should keep that between us, but it's really cute because I think this is one instance, this episode of Colson showing that like, even though he knows this isn't real and he like has memories of the real world kind of like he still, his instinct is to like help people and like do the right thing. Like even if they're not real. <laughs> um, oh, and- absolutely. And it's just like that thing we like, he's always that nurturing, you know, caretaker, yeah. even though he doesn't really, want to admit it a lot of the time and this is and this reality like that's definitely what they've driven home you know with yeah. him being like a really cheesy but really really dedicated and good teacher like oh yeah that yeah. that kind of personality for sure is is in keeping with everything we've known about him and it's i don't know it's a it is, that is a really good moment where it's like it's it, i feel like it's both tied to like him still being connected to the program and just his his innate Colson this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um Gemma's really frustrated because she still views this like none of this is real. So like all these people don't matter. They're just NPCs. <laughs> and well, and it sucks, but I feel like it's both in, super in character because I love yeah. Gemma, but as a as a fellow white person who tries to be good <laughs> and, and learn, I also know that like we have internal fucked up this it's probably yeah. genetic and definitely shit that's learned <laughs> like, yeah. like, absolutely like our society like and the way she i feel like in uh, like, like there's two fold i feel like in universe reasons for her to be the the voice who dismisses it or actually maybe even threefold one she's a scientist and she thinks about this in a very much much like technical terms mm-hmm. two I, I, I think, and more importantly, she doesn't want to deal with fits in any sort of like mm. where this is any sort of real situation because of how he is. That and, is very th- true. and three, her history within humans. And yeah. she has a history of xenophobia and dismissal of things that are different. So AI life is trivial to her. Yeah, that's true. But this gets challenged, I think, by Ward and Mace. 
and I think it's interesting. And well, actually, I, and even I think, in this I think, scene, like the whole the whole yeah. setup is like definitely. I don't think she's supposed to be right. You know? No, I don't think so either. But, um, but, but, I, but I, I think she has I, good reasons. I do too, and I I understand because logically, like, yeah, none of this matters. Like, all that matters is the people that are actually alive in the simulation and getting them out so that we can deal with things in the real world. Like, none of this is real. <laughs> like, these people that died didn't really die. That's just a video game, you know? Like, no, it's true. It's true. But, but I think it is. It's true. I think what she's taking out of the equation here is that the emotions that everybody has felt, even though they are real people, and this isn't a real place. Those are real and those have impacts on the real people that are in the simulation. And and some I of it's denial and some of it is whatever. Like, yeah. just, like, just, just like, yeah, everything that Fitz goes through, like they have this after they get pulled from the framework, they have this dual memory of everything that happened to them in the framework, an entire other life, but also their real life. And so, yeah, somebody <laughs> asks them, you know, point blank in one of the episodes towards the end of the season where like like what's it you know what's it like and jim is like super excited when they said no you know it's it's not it's not not real like i know it's not real and 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 she's like oh you know so it was like a dream it's like no it was like another life (laughs) it's just like and it it is because the emotions that came along with this other life they the emotions are real you know so it's like you can't i so Gemma, i think is taking that out of the equation and i think like uh, Ward and Mace definitely bring that to light. Like, hey, like this, you know, even if none of this is real, like what I feel is real. And I think that's valid. That's, I don't know, that's something that like my therapist talks about a lot. She's like, yeah, I know, you know, especially right now, it's like, even though you're not going through shit in the way that other people are going through shit, like, the other people are going through much worse shit than, than we are at this point. Like, mm-hmm. oh, forced to work or, or like, um, you know, suddenly unemployed and can't pay their bills and can't eat, or they have, you know, people they love in the hospital that they can't see that are sick, probably dying. And my emotions are just as valid as those people. And it's like important to remember that. And oh, God, I hate when she's right, but <laughs> no, and that's <laughs> I think, like, I think there's something to that with this as well, though. Like, oh, there's like a cycle for that too. That's just mm-hmm. inherent. I think with mental illness, at least for me, mm-hmm. like my OCD and depression, like, there, there are peaks where I am super, where, where I think they're like heightened and worse because I'm like really, really guilt. I'm feeling guilty and like ashamed that I'm depressed yeah. because I'm like I have nothing to feel badly about yeah. right now. Why am? Why is this happening to me? Like why? Why am I going through like this internal fucking battle? You know, yeah. when nothing is ha- nothing external is causing it, and so many people have all these external things that are making their lives hell. You know, you know and. Mm-hmm. And I feel that so much. <laughs> it, it, but but like you say, it's like, well, you know, it's not happening to you outside of you the same way. But like your brain chemistry and 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 just like you're going through not necessarily trauma, but some of it probably is impacted by past traumas. But just like going through all the shit that you go through is still going through something, you know. Yeah. And it's and you're still processing it. It's like it like it is. It's weird because like another like it is some maybe some parallel to this uh, framework issue because like even though it's happening internally and in your head you know and brain chemically it's still happening like it's not it's not invalid or not real like like just because it's the same shit is happening inside a brain same response or not the same but a (laughs) response is happening yeah not not trying to equivocate it just 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 trying to say like 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 you said like it's still real just because just because they're not the same doesn't mean it's not legitimate yeah yeah absolutely 
So Gemma's really frustrated by all this because she I, she doesn't understand that, I think. And she wants to tell Mace the truth. Um, and she, you know, she thinks he deserves to know. And Coulson's like, not yet. <laughs> and then he he asks about Ward. He's like, what's the deal with this guy? He's like, every time I like see him, I get this weird itch like hives. So there's the <laughs> hive reference. And it's really Wait, and, and they all are like, we, we all see the way you react to him. Like, what the hell is his? What's the yeah. deal? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and he so she tells him what he did to Ward on the alien planet like crushed his chest in and Coulson's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> he's like, still super nerdy fanboy Coulson he just found out like oh yeah like oh yeah you're like space you know John McClane yeah. <laughs> like, in a cyborg <laughs> like, like, you're yeah. kind of a badass yeah he's like I did that and then Mason Ward speak of the devil they walk up to Gemma and they're like we need to talk to you Miss Simmons and she's like it's doctor, which I really like. <laughs> like, even though she's like wrong about a, a lot of things, I really love how she's demanding respect from these guys. That are just, no, like, to her. that's that's legit. Even though, like, even though it might be like sort of snapping, like, yeah. like, like still, it's a legitimate thing, regardless. But something you, you had said, like, it made me think. Like again, I think she is like actively in denial, and they're showing it so well and subtly. But like the fact that she can even think he deserves to know the truth. Yeah. How can he deserve to know the truth if you're not treating him as 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 if he has rights and ascensions, you know, as a as a as a being, even though he's just ones and zeros? Yeah. Mm. A dick move, Gemma. <laughs> but she does a lot of those when it comes to this episode, which yeah. all all justifiable. Yeah. She just takes a little bit longer to get to the right place, I think, but she does get there. And in this instance, like there's a legit obstacle, like in addition <laughs> to just being a white person. Well, <laughs> like, I think the the fit stuff alone is enough to justify right. her denial Agreed. of like wanting any of this to be real because that can't like that can't be real, you know? Like Fitz can't be that person. Like I feel oh, the same he, way. <laughs> oh no, for sure. He's so he's so bad. Like in in knowing like for like the interesting like aspect of his origin or whatever, you know, being his dad is definitely like I don't know. Like it's twofold because it is just in interesting idea, but it's also just like his dad was a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> he dodged a bullet by his dad abandoning him. I know. Oh, God. It's, it also um, makes me love Radcliffe all the more because he didn't talk shit about his dad. Yeah. And you totally know that it's because he legitimately likes Fitz. Like, it's not because he, he is afraid of his dad or whatever. It's, it's because, it, you know, it, it, you, I get the vibe that, you know, they might have been guys who drank at the yeah. same pub or whatever, but I don't, I don't get the vibe with the, the, the way this all is shaken out that they were probably pals, like, especially because even some of the stuff he says, you know, like, I don't understand science, you know, or I don't understand the things that you do, you know, so it's like, what the fuck? Radcliffe is. Not friends with people who don't understand the things that Fitz yeah. does. <laughs> like he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit about them. <laughs> He's on a different level. So I don't know. Like, like to me, the fact that he talks as highly uh, about Fitz's dad as he does, in addition to playing with his emotions at the time, because yeah. it was a through the vessel of a yeah. AI Radcliffe trying to manipulate him, but it's still based in truth. And I think that uh, that aspect of Radcliffe's personality and the, and how much he legitimately cared for Fitz and is just like kind of a sweet little weirdo <laughs> you know yeah. that, that he was like sort of protecting him in a weird way by not being like oh i knew your dad total dick yeah. <laughs> like nobody likes him 
you dodged a bullet, <laughs> you know, like, like, cause that's, he could have said that and it would have been true. I know, but that's probably a complicated relationship that Fitz hasn't sorted out, obviously that, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know when you have like an emotionally abusive parent, it's like, they're still your parent. Like you still have that attachment to them and, and crave so, and crave their support and approval and even yes. though you know but it's and not right yeah like i know it's ugh, it's so complicated and it's it's a lot this is why parenting is so important <laughs> to and get it right because what it makes kids up for life <laughs> and again i don't like our culture's persistent desire to humanize nazis right? or white supremacists of any kind but uh but at the same time like this like because it's fits in a what if, you know, computer simulation, I'll give them a pass. But like the them explaining it, you know, explaining how someone can be this way, it's done so well. But like, I don't always yeah. like those, you know, like, I don't like, think it's like that it took me a long time to get started on, on Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, although that one I, I appreciate because in the end they did kind of like lean in hard where they were like, oh, yeah, no, that was just an yeah. excuse. Like he was always a yeah. fucking monster. Like just waiting, just, waiting yeah. to come out, you know, <laughs> like, an opportunity. Yeah. I know. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. Like, like, I feel feel like, you know, it's more complicated than just, I mean, like, you're obviously your relationship to your parent is a huge, like, influence in your life and, like, probably, like, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest influence in your life and, like, what kind of person you might be. (laughs) Um, But I think it's more complicated than that because obviously Fitz had these tendencies anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's... He had the potential. We'll, we'll talk. Sure. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but he had second. the potential. There's, yeah, we'll talk about it later, just because there's more to this. I think, um, especially in next season, I think really more of it comes out. Um, oh yeah, yes. <laughs> like there's some episodes, there's and yeah. some moments that are like, Ugh. I know. Um, so May at Hydra is checking out this new weapon, and it's just Hyde's strength serum because there's a hint of peppermint <laughs> with all of these, you know steroids essentially so yay some somehow hide serum made it back into the storyline which also I, I like how because that was one of the main ingredients with they re, the repurposed they, they took all the bad stuff out i think what talbot said yeah <laughs> talbot, we, we just, we, but so you're it, just it's mostly what, idiots <laughs> right <laughs> that might be exactly what you said about it. About it. <laughs> I think Vince said that line actually. It was, oh. Gemma. it was one of the two of them said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I can remember. Oh yeah. god, it's so funny. But but yeah, so it, 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 I like I like that parallel that you know May is being is, is taking down the what if Mace with what Mace was using to pretend yeah. to be a human, and <laughs> yep. and like it's just again that thing i hate about those people that is very real when they use it in fiction you know where the people who hate mutants or or inhumans or uh, or whatever or robots or whatever use them yeah. you know in, in any way like like and I, i'm it's very very real but it's also really really upsetting to see people exploiting uh others and yeah yeah Absolutely. Also, I feel like it's that weird. I mean, it's a very interest. It's interesting for storytelling, but it's that weird, like, um, you know, like the closeted homophobe uh, are, you know, or the homophobes are actually closeted gay people and like they just hate themselves type of thing that everybody loves to talk about in the news. Like you always 
some senator that like it's very like anti LBG LB L oh my god LBGT rights is you know actually like he hits up dudes in the bathroom you know what I mean like well, no, and, 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 and it feels kind of like that where it's like oh May's always wanted powers but she really hates inhumans and any powered people but it's a desire so I it's kind of gross <laughs> yeah no because of that cliche I, yeah. I think on that level like it works for Mace, even though he's not like a full on yeah. <laughs> bigot, but just because he does have all the gross trappings of the guys that he's like. Yeah. But he, but you don't, I don't want to see that applied to May, even an alternate universe May. Because, yeah. like you said, she's really not that different from just first season May when we see her again. Yeah. You know, when, when, or not when we, but when Colson sees her again. <laughs> like, no, because we were all partners. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> we're agents too. Oh my god! So, um, Gemma has told Mace, um, the truth, and he's like cringing at the tagline that he used to say, like a team that trusts is a team that tries. Really, that's really cheesy. (laughs) Him mocking his him him mocking his real world self, like really, Ward and Mace, like you you characterize them, you know, a a couple of times just because how they're treated this episode, like where they come on screen together and they both challenge Gemma's notions of what these non-player characters really are but uh i feel like they they are like the only two characters that just full-on upgraded Mm -hmm. everyone else is in a pretty shitty situation well i mean i guess on a certain level mac like i feel like he like diagonally upgraded (laughs) but but it's not quite the same but Mm -hmm. but the two of them are just like super versions of them <laughs> like, yeah. like, like like the fact that he's like i don't know about that like because like honestly that's, that's <laughs> he sees like, through that it. bullshit that like what? politician mace is all about <laughs> well i think but, but i think we've talked about how like that's the thing that we liked about him once we finally liked him and got they got under the hood of his character like i think that he buys it <laughs> like, like and on some level he's a doofus but he's also like steve rogers at the beginning of the first captain america mm-hmm. where like because he buys it like there's something about it where you're like, oh god damn it! Even though he's saying stupid jingoistic shit, like <laughs> he also he believes that he believes the lie they sell you on. Like yeah. he believes that you're doing it to spread freedom, yeah. <laughs> like, like, not to secure oil rights or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, like and 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 so on a certain level, like him mocking it is extra funny because it's like I could buy Steve Rogers saying that shit in the heat of the moment, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like like I could buy him saying something yeah. that cheesy so it's kind of funny this version of mace is very interesting like the very rugged like you know hasn't shaved in a couple days like making he and colson have really switched roles like a lot yeah. <laughs> they have. i didn't even think about that but they have <laughs> oh yeah he's now the cheesy fanboy sidekick but wannabe who's like hey yeah. i'm amazing in this other world i'm yeah. cool in this other world oh my god it's so funny um so Gemma tells them that the most important thing that they need to do is get Daisy and Radcliffe because they need both of them and to get the fuck out of here. And Mace asks Gemma if uh, if they're friends in real life. And she's like, well, we're coworkers, but I like to consider you a friend. And he's like, so friendly. Where am I friendly? Where are we from? Do I have children? Am I married? Like, Blah, blah, blah. I think the Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all she very, knows. She very obviously doesn't know him at all, and it's very interesting because he's also from Brooklyn, like like Steve Rogers, which I was like, huh, is that a comic thing too? The Patriot, I believe he a is similar origin uh, but, story to. Steve well, Rogers? I mean, I think he's from Brooklyn, but I think other than that, I mean, he was a, he was a newspaper reporter and he volunteered oh, okay. be, during the actual you know World War II because it was shit that he thought was messed up. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, and he goes off like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't have a wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, this and this. Um, and he's like, but I've lost 17 of my closest family and friends. And I was kind of hoping that they, you know, they, their sacrifice was worth it, that they died for something real. And, um, Gemma's like, I understand. Um, and, uh, but like what Daisy says will confirm my story, you know, and Ward is really pissed. He's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. Like he slams his drink down. He's like, this is why I should have killed Fitz when I had the chance and blah, blah, blah. And then Gemma's like, oh, there's the Grant Ward. I remember <laughs> the assholes out. Um, and he says, how do you know what you believe is true? And May says, um, well, there's like a whole dialogue there, but Mace, ultimately the line that I think is most important is what we do matters here and you could never convince me otherwise. So it goes back to that whole like emotional impact thing. Um, so Gemma and, and Coulson have left the room and Mace asks Ward to find out the kernels of truth in her stories. I don't remember if we come back to that. In the oh, next right. episode. I don't I just watched it. I don't <laughs> I don't remember either. War has figured things out. I don't whatever, it doesn't matter. Um so uh Fitz is telling Madame Hydra slash Ada how they beat Daisy to an inch of her life and she never gave them anything but lies. And he says the line, nevertheless, she persisted, which is a Mitch McConnell line that he said at Elizabeth Warren. Very very yeah, very then. Like it was yeah. very, as they were making it. Yeah. Um and Ada's like, well, I'm going to go in there and use my own methods. And he wants to watch or he wants to be there. And she's like, no, 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 you can't be here. Because she obviously wants to talk about the real world and not, you know, have his narrative be uh, messed up or at least contrary to what he now believes. And so she's like, there's issues with Project Looking Glass. I need you to go attend to it. And so Ada walks in and she's like, hi, Daisy. And she tells her basically what she did in this algorithm and that she fixed a regret in everybody's life and Radcliffe is listening in the other room and he's like that's not what I meant you sadistic witch and she's like guard like and then they start beating the shit out of him again um and she's like you know um I can give you something if you'd like um and she offers him she offers her Lincoln and I did not remember this at all but Daisy like pauses and she's like in exchange for what and she's like just tell me where everybody, where your body is, and I'll give you, I'll erase your memories. You won't have the pain anymore that you had from losing him. You guys can just be together and have children and have a family, and it's what you want, right? And she says, I'm just giving people what they want. What's wrong with that? And Daisy says, because sometimes what people want isn't right for them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I such a shit at Lincoln. I was like, did we listen, write that we, line? <laughs> we, we wanted Lincoln to work out and it clearly didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Daisy asks Ada, she's like, what are you getting out of this? Like playing with everybody's, you know, brains. And Ada says, I get choice. So Mac checks in with Mace at the shield base. Did not mean oh, to oh, him there. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. We're, we're, I was just thinking, though, that, like, it, it just kind of occurred to me, like, the juxtaposition of the, the last two uh, statements, last two things you, you covered. But, like, Daisy's comment's good at the shade thrown at Lincoln for sure. But it's also just yeah. interesting that as smart as Ada is, you know, like, much smarter than humans and whatever, and, like and logical as she is 
she's also like so innocent and like la- like like not self-aware because mm. what she wants and what she's trying to get out of this like choice yeah. freedom of choice is also what she's taking away from yes, everyone else. i was thinking that too and like and it'd be different if it was like out of revenge but i really don't think that it's that at all i think it is just out of like lack of understanding like like yeah. like because i think it's like i think do you think she's innocently trying to help but on some weird fucked up level well and i think for her like that's she's not taking like in her view she's not taking away choice she's just giving people like what they would have she thinks they would have chosen because it's what they wanted you right. know what i mean or if character really, characterized as wanted or whatever yeah right. yeah um god so good mm-hmm. <laughs> um so Mac is checking with Mace and he tells him that he hijacked Hydra's comm system in the bus, like the radio, so that they can listen in to their comms. And Colson and Gemma are discussing Mace. Um, and they're walking by Hope, and Hope overhears Fitz's name. She's like, Fitz, the doctor, the guy who's in my history book. And then Mac shows up. And I had forgotten that Gemma hadn't seen Mac yet. And so, or did she? Yeah, she did. Like, didn't whatever. She was like in an emotional you know, situation when he first walked in and was like, I want to join shield. Um, but she sees him and she's just watching him and hope. And I, th- I think she hadn't seen the two of them together. If she had seen. Oh, Mac. okay. Maybe that's what it was anyway. So she, she's watching them interact and how wonderful of a father he is. And I was crying so hard when I was watching this because Gemma is us. We're just like, shit. Like, everybody's lives are shit in the framework except for Mac. Like, Mac has exactly what he wants, and this is, like, who he should have been. But hope was taken from him. Ugh. (laughs) Why did they do this to us? (laughs) Well, and I like to point out that even though he's not involved in S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore in this world and he's happy in a civilian life, he didn't pursue that or whatever, he also still steps up and does the right thing when push comes to shove because he's still Mac. Yeah. Like, Mac didn't lose anything, really. He gained... The only thing he lost was Yo-Yo. Yeah, that's true. But, dude, Yo-Yo over your daughter? Like, that's... I don't know. (laughs) No, it's an impossible question. It is an impossible question. Well, just like like because if he if it like we know what he chooses when he, when he only knows it intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, which is to stay with his daughter still, <laughs> like even if it's fake, you know, because it is real in some sense. Like his experience, the feelings are still there. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> so Mace um, gives Colson a fake ID because he's going to be the bus driver. And it's some crazy, like, weird white dude name. It's, like, Flugelman. So he's now Agent Flugelman. And he's, like, really? <laughs> Which I, d- I didn't know if that was a reference to something, that I just missed it. I don't it think like so. It seems like a, like a bigger reaction than it should have been. I don't know. Like, it's a weird name, but also, like, I don't know. I think it's just him being n- nerdy. Uh, okay. But... <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I must have missed something. Okay. Also, it, 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 cracked, it did crack me up. And it made me just think in general for a second while I was watching it. Oh, I was already high when I, when I was watching it, but he, uh, when he mentions, you know, you're going to be the bus driver. I was like, oh, cause, the, cause they did, cause he drove oh. the bus before. <laughs> then I thought, wait, their headquarters, no. the playground. And then I thought, wait, <laughs> are these people obsessed with grade school? Like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> like, like, why, why are all their things nicknamed <laughs> after grade school? 
Oh my god. The lighthouse doesn't follow suit with that though. But it's also a literal lighthouse. Like, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um anyway, so back at Hydra, Fitz and his father are talking. We don't know he's his father right away, but it's kind of obvious. He's like an older Scottish dude. They dress the same, they look very similar. And um he seems like a very concerned father and like He's like, hey, it's a little early for a pint, but let's go get some tea and we can talk about your lady problems. Um, and it, it starts off like, oh, it's it's such a nice relationship that they have. It's nice that they're, you know, father and son. Yay. <laughs> but it devolves into something horrific. Um, so Colson and Mace are going to the and I I think else was there was it just the two of them uh, whatever i don't remember if ward was there or not but they're driving into the detention center and um colson goes up to the guard station and he's like trying to make small talk because he's not on the list to be there and he starts talking about bakshi news so bakshi is alive in this world <laughs> who's surprised um and he finally gets cleared and the guard says hail to him he tries to get him to say hail hydra back and colson won't say it he's like yeah right back at you and he just drives away <laughs> like that's the way to do it <laughs> like don't say the the racist you know i don't know i do like the God. like the non-confrontational version of it though yeah. like, standing up for yourself just being just like, like cool yeah, <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> yeah roll up my window real quick that's like, very colson like, uh, in it, this world <laughs> yeah no it feels like what could happen if like if there were a uh, neo-nazi character they're in uh, Revenge of the Nerds movie. <laughs> like the other, the other guy would just like give him a high five yeah. or whatever and yeah. keep walking and like not even Team know Hydra. what happened. <laughs> oh my god! So Rathbone also, has- I was oh go ahead. Gonna say that his that, that uh, Colson, not Colson, uh, mm-hmm. Fitz's dad, like like I I remembered how much of a dick he was before it started. Like even though like you said the framing of the scene, like you can't really tell how it's gonna go yet, mm-hmm. but. Uh, like because I remembered it, like I had this thought of a double meaning to what he was talking about. Because he's talking about, you know, his weird feelings over uh I don't know, being Madness. preoccupied with with, 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 yeah. with uh with both Gemma and killing Agnes and his relationship with quote unquote Ophelia, with Ada. But when you think of the full context of the character and he's talking about his emotions and his problems dealing with having killed this woman. Does he mean lady problems like you having emotional issues to deal with? And he says mm. it derisively. <laughs> like, I don't respect possible. women. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. There's like a different a different reading of it that I like a double a double entendre or not or double meaning at least, you know, is a uh, weird. I think might uh might, might have been on, on purpose. Like I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, because he's very obviously a misogynist. Oh, in he's the such a prick. That he has later. That oh, is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even catch that, but that's good. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, fuck this episode, man. It's not even like halfway through it, and there's like so much shit going on. There's so much double meanings and like deeper meanings to everything. It's so crazy, and so many questions that come up. Ugh. So Radcliffe is kind of going nuts in his cell. He's like, you know, throwing everything around and he's like, everything has been taken from him. Like his, his, you know, he's dead. His life has been taken from him, all his work. And now Agnes has been taken from him and Daisy overhears him crying. And she goes to chat. She's like, is that you? And he's, she's like, are you crying? And he's like, no, (laughs) but she has no sympathy. She's like, well, it sounds like you're getting exactly what you deserve for creating this hellscape. Um, 
And um, I had forgotten that Daisy didn't know that Fitz killed Agnes. So this is where she finds out. And um, she's like, why would Fitz do that? And Radcliffe says that's because that's who he is here. And um, she's like, look, like, I don't understand how like one regret, you know, one having one regret changed like could turn someone into that. I don't think that's real. And Radcliffe is like, you know, one sentence can change a life. And Daisy's like, one sentence really? And he's like, yeah, I love you. We're having a baby. She's gone. This is really beautiful emotional speech. And on one level, he's correct. I think he's right. And on the other, it's just, God, I love John Hanna in this scene so much because he's just so like raw and vulnerable. And I don't think we see Radcliffe in that space a lot. And so it was really interesting to see him in that space. Um, and I don't know, like it, it brings up like the, the whole thing about, you know, May, obviously, obviously that there's not, I don't know whatever we said before where there's missteps and there's things that aren't like hundred percent accurate or like right about this algorithm, but also like stuff that happened with Fitz and his dad is like so far back in his, his, you know, formative mind and his formative years, like that really did make an impact on him to have a re- better relationship with his father. Obviously that was right. his regret, you know? No. And, and so- I, I always take for granted that even though like, I do think it's supposed to be beyond just a human algorithm. Like it's not supposed to be the equivalent of something that could be made by a real life Radcliffe and mm-hmm. his trusty robot sidekick. I think that it would, it <laughs> would have girlfriend? to be, uh, yeah. Or yeah. Quasi replacement girlfriend. <laughs> We're just friends. <laughs> uh, slash daughter, you know, like, or whatever. <laughs> <His def- laughs> He's so defensive and for the God. insinuation added an insinuation. But we get it uh, for every reason. But but uh, I was thinking like she does have access to the dark hold, mm-hmm. so there is some I about like, that. like like to me that makes it a little more too like a little less orchestrated maybe like maybe like that like there's some assurance that that's how things would have played out because she's got magic huda. <laughs> like, <laughs> the magic like, did it. <laughs> it wasn't her. <laughs> good oh excuse. God. I forgot about that Darkhold was played a role in all of this. I completely forgot. That was started this season too, beginning of the season. Good lord. Which the whole way she's got the potential to become a real girl. Yeah. Um, so uh Radcliffe apparently did build a back door to this and he says Ada cannot destroy it. And so um he tells Daisy what to do, which we don't get to listen in on, but very exciting. Probably hacker gibberish, but it helps yeah. it helps down the line for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she's, the per- she's the person to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good that they ran into each other in, you know, torture <laughs> torture school or torture, whatever. Worked out. Um, yeah. Um Fitz uh is talking to his dad about how he's having a weird time uh, with killing Agnes. He's like, what if she didn't, what if I didn't need to kill her? Which is like a weird thing to say. <laughs> and I, I took this as some part of real fits is feeling remorse from this because like, why else would he question it? You know, obviously he's killed a million people. Like who cares? And his dad is an emotionally abusive fuck. And he's like, that's your mother talking. And he says, this whole speech about like, we don't get the, we can't, we can't ask those questions. Like we cannot afford the luxury of sympathy and he calls it womanly sentiment. Which is what, which is, I think (laughs) somehow even before getting to that point, like I saw it coming because like you said, like, like he talks about, Oh, let's have some tea and talk Mm -hmm. about your lady problems. And I'm like, 
lady problems. Wait a second. <laughs> like this isn't this isn't nice guy Ian McShane, you know, budget Ian <laughs> McShane. <laughs> this is evil budget Ian McShane. Yeah, like dude, I was just like well, and it's just so sad how like quickly Fitz regresses into like the scared kid. Like, I'm sorry. He's just like, you know, like he's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like well, and you're you're you questioning, know? I think it it's possible that you're right, but Slight spoiler for for the uh, later on in the season, uh, but uh, when when Yo-Yo tries to confront Mac, he doesn't even recognize her. Even even knowing the few, knowing the re- reality of the situation, knowing it's fake, knowing it's all whatever, and that she was probably important to him, he doesn't. It doesn't work mm-hmm. at all until they get out. I'm not convinced it's him. The real Fitz breaking through. It's that's definitely i think a legitimate reading but i think it's possible too that maybe maybe on some level like maybe this is what they do maybe this is like you said he's killed a lot of people but maybe he struggles with shit because he still Mm -hmm. fits maybe he maybe he goes to his dad because his dad is the asshole who made him this way and he knows he's going to reinforce it like maybe maybe this is what they do when he's when he has a crisis like he's like hey i need my dad to call me a pussy so i don't feel bad which is so fucked up, but it's. I think really, you're right. <laughs> like, it, it, like it both makes it more understandable and makes me feel feel badly for him. But like, it doesn't un. It, it simultaneously doesn't mitigate. Like, well, because we know what Fitz is. You know what I mean? Like, without yeah. him, and, and, and it's it's really sad because Fitz has this line. He's like, honestly, I don't know the kind of man I. It's like we do, and it's not this shitty, fascist vastly superior to this asshole <laughs> yeah, but it's also like oh my god this makes me so sad and so upset <laughs> uh they're so good like it bums me out that people think that this show is the first three episodes of the first season <laughs> which we talked I about i bowed out you know i was like okay i'm good yeah. <laughs> like like for for a couple years i was like whatever but yeah. it's so much more like it's like so good it's like yeah. hbo quality writing yeah it's got an a- abc budget but it's also good so mm-hmm. yep so um goals goals colson <laughs> colson gets a guard to come on the bus um or no he doesn't get the guard but a guard comes on the bus and is like checking out like what's in the back or whatever all the body bags that are in the back and he's like what is this um and he like starts to open the body bag and it's mace in there and he chokes the shit out of the dude and he crawls out of the body bag and this is they're busting someone out so they go into the detention center and all the prisoners are in these cages like dog cages and it's horrifying it's i legit was like oh my god i don't remember this and it's awful and it's agent triplet who there is who they're is who they're rescuing and um colson is introduced to him and he's like hey trip and he's like trip's like hey, i haven't heard that nickname since high school how did you know that was my nickname and colson's like it just felt right <laughs> so sad i'm really upset that colson like doesn't like he obviously knows him deep down but he the, the emotion like he doesn't appreciate <laughs> what this moment is you know no, what i mean no and it's <laughs> cool that he does get all those all those moments because like I was just saying, like, I don't think that it's a universal thing. Like I think that because of his Tahiti programming, they say like, it's easier to get through to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it also in a weird way, the Mac stuff, it does like, it, again, it doesn't mitigate Gemma's experience either or Fitz's uh, on, on that angle. But like, 
it just shows that it's not like he wasn't choosing, you know, Ophelia, quote unquote, over Gemma, even though that's what she felt like or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't that he wasn't it, it, he, he they had such a shitty frame of reference by encountering Coulson first. Because they were like, we're gonna get to get to turn everybody back, and they'll, they'll you know, they'll yeah. be able to be themselves again. And it did not work for anyone else. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, everybody failed. else came over to the the light side because of who they are. Like May, as a person, yeah. saw you know we'll talk about it in a second, but she saw Mace's sacrifice and was like, I get it. Like, and she saw that all these kids were being held. Yeah, when she when she center. saw like like Cole. And students in the detention center she's like like what the fuck like this isn't what what but like it just it, it goes to show like that you know nazi propaganda and shit only works to a certain level like that once people see the really awful shit that's going on on a, a certain a certain kind of person yeah. can't handle yeah. it like yeah. a lot of people can can you know or forced to for sure yeah. like you know but, but yeah no this is a great great showing like 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 you were saying like who they are and just what like what's indelible to who they are mm-hmm. like because they're it's not that they're they they had like a i can see the matrix moment or whatever <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's that they they, just, they knew deep down what was going right like same with mac he had that moment of like i couldn't look my daughter in the eye because i gave up daisy like i gave up this shield agent and she didn't do anything like it's those i mean, I'm, I mean that's the only people right that yeah, well, and like you said, everyone else's change is so late in life. Like th- that makes sense too. But it didn't. It's not that Fitz has weaker character. It's that you know the change that changed Mac was losing his daughter. The change that changed May was the Calvary's, you know, and what happened with, with the yeah. human girl. And as a result, like their changes in Coulson's, you know, his not being able his to choice after, yeah. after graduate school. <laughs> yeah. To, to be recruited because he even mentions in the, in, a, in a future episode i think i think and not in this one that he was recruited out of graduate school or whatever and he was going to be a teacher and you know in in both in both worlds like it was the same way where shield recruited him he just turned to turn them down in this one and like the fact that all these changes happen so late in their lives like yeah, the, the core of who they are is the same yeah. But like their convictions didn't change. Yeah. But it but it happened such a such a formative age for Fitz. Like he that's why his convictions changed. It's not because he's a weak person. It's because yeah. well, and it was like I mean, obviously, like Max's relationship with Hope is very important. But Fitz and his father, like it's more. I feel like more on the opposite end. We're in Fitz's situation where a parent very much influences a child's what their emotional state is going to be for the rest of their life. I feel like the way having a child changes a person is, it's is dependent on, on the choices that the parents make. And yes, there is an absolute chemical and biological reaction having a child. Yeah. As well. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, there, there is a conscious choice to be made where you have no choice in the matter of who is raising that's you. True. That's true. <laughs> like, that's just happening. Yep. Um, so uh, May tells Fitz that there's been a break-in at the rehabilitation center, and he's, she's like, I bet it's them. It's Mace. We need to go get them. And so Fitz injects May with the serum, and she starts – She's like crazy. She's like, bar- it looks like she's barely holding in like this crazy monster, which kind of makes sense. Um. And uh, 
Back at the base, Mac and Gemma are looking over Hope's history book. And Mac is like, there's so much missing in here. There's no trail of tears. There's no Holocaust. Martin Luther King Jr. is not in this book. And Gemma's like, I can't believe that they just like erased all of this. Like, it just makes sense. And Hope calls him over and is like, hey, watch this, Dad. And he's like, I got to go see this. Bye. And then Gemma's just sitting there watching them together, looking very sad, but also very like, I don't know, it's just bittersweet. And Ward comes over and he's smiling at Mac and Hope and he's like, oh, fake dad, fake kid, fake world. It's getting to you, though. And um, <laughs> he's like, you know, what did I do to you in the real world? And she's like, he's like, did I kill someone you love? Did I kill anyone? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. And yes. <laughs> um, and he's like, I, he apologizes. He's like anything that I did in this, you know, he's like, I'm really sorry. And it, feels yeah, I'm, I'm, it really does. Like right after he's still kind of snarky when he's giving his shit, like, Oh, one's near zeros. Mm-hmm. People making you feel, huh? But like, like at the same time, like I totally know what you mean. Like it feels legitimately earnest where he's like, I'm like, I am, truly sorry for like any any pain that i caused you in this other world and it just makes everything about this version of him like is so frustrating but then what he says after this makes it even like god these writers are genius so he's like still looking at hope and mac and he's like do you feel that the way that he loves his kid doesn't that make it real and so it's like this this is like also like the way that she feels about Ward. Like she could accept his apology and that could also be real and she could forgive Ward even though this isn't really Ward this is Ward. Oh, she can God. still feel, but she can still feel the emotional re- release yes. of being able to see regret, even the, even from a version of him. The, see, see, not just regret, but like magnanimous regret. Like, yeah, like, like I didn't do this, but I know some of my face did, and I feel sorrow over that. Like, yeah. holy shit! <laughs> like, you're just such a better person than the version we got. But like, they do reveal what his one difference was, which is very interesting. Mm, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, when, when, it, when it comes to it, it's a uh, like we'll, we'll talk a bunch about it. I'm sure when we get to that episode, but uh, it's Victoria Hand is who recruited him for Shield instead of uh, uh, Garrett. Oh, and and the difference was Garrett, you know, manipulated who he was, and Hand b- told him you could become a hero, like instead of reacting to the ways you're. Your parents wow. treated you like we can take we can take your anger and we can make you a hero. And someone believing that's in another him relationship was all, was all like, it took. Was all, yeah, all it took. Yeah, that's another relationship where Ward was relatively young. Like even though he was, like, he was a teenager, teenager but, but, but you're still, still forming. Like oh, you're, yeah. high <laughs> your hormones are running high. <laughs> like the way you can And the way I think that is interesting. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. I'll yeah. down actually. Ward's anger. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show. Like, and they give Ward so much with, even though he is barely in these episodes, only in a few episodes, like they give him a lot. Like it's yeah. crazy. Um, so the radio goes off and uh, they find out that Mace and Coulson have been discovered. So they need to go extract. Um, and Trip at the rehab center is like looking for his grandfather's howling commandos camera that is in his boot. <laughs> so he's looking for his boots um, uh, because he took he took pictures of some some secret plans or something. And Coulson sees one of his students from the framework being led into another building. And Trip is like, that's where they take all the kids. Okay, I got to help them, even though it's not real. <laughs> 
but here we are, our beloved Coulson. He can't help himself. Uh, he tells Trip and May to go. He's like, get lost. Um, I'll catch up with you. And May shows up and it's too late. Uh, so uh, now Mace and Trip are going to go help Coulson and they're going to tell, they tell Burroughs to take the intel and get to S.H.I.E.L.D. And so uh, Ward is going in for extraction and um, he wants to bring Mac with him. And Jim is like, no, he can't go. Um, and she's like, I'll go in his place. And it's, it's like she wants to give him as much time with hope as, as, as she can. <laughs> like she doesn't want him to miss out on any moments <laughs> while he's here with her. And also I feel like she doesn't want him to accidentally die um, in the framework, aka the Matrix and die in real life. But also, oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Um, sorry, it's just like so sad that he has to give this up. <laughs> No, it sucks. <laughs> like, so like, 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 I watched the fin- <clears throat> the finale and everything. So, like, I just just saw him uh, lose hope again. <laughs> so, god. oh my god. Um. So May attacks May, and she's like super crazy, and their fighting is really intense. And Mace is the one who has all these one liners, and he's very much kicking May's ass and he kicks her into a wall and she calls him a terrorist and a thug and he's like if I was any of those things you'd be dead right now and then he walks away and she leaves her there and she calls into Fitz and her the serum is wearing off and she's like Mace is still out there I can't get to him like my strength is fading and so uh, they're going to have a different plan which is not great and um, you can tell like from some good like non-dialogue uh just i think like like, like uh, visual re- responses like between the, seeing the kids in the cages and then uh and just at the facility and then uh you know mace's thing at that moment like you sort of get a hint of what's coming for may like like but like that she's starting to like the wheels are starting to turn like wait a second terrorist yeah. don't just let you go <laughs> or whatever yeah, or at least this is a this is the per- yeah this is a perfect setup to for May to have a change of heart because of the kids and because of like what Mace is doing for her or not doing to her I guess. Um, so Trip goes off to get Coulson and they walk into this room and it's Bakshi's brainwashing shit. He's like, "You will comply," blah blah blah. And all these kids are sitting at desks being brainwashed. Their eyes are taped open. Oh God! And the kid that helped Simmons that gave that gave her his car is there, and Coulson's like trying to get these kids out, and he's like, "Oh my God!" And Trip is like, "Dude, what the fuck is this? Like, this is yeah." Cool. I think isn't that the same kid? Isn't that the one that Coulson noticed? Uh, yeah, the one that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I yeah. I love that kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So fit the the new plan to kill Mace is Fitz wants the Quinjet to fire on the quarantine building. So he's like, hey, there's a Quinjet on site, isn't there? And May's like, yeah. And so she tells the pilot to fire on the building. And Ward and Gemma show up just in time to see the explosion. And Trip is, like, getting some of the kids out, gets them on the bus with Burroughs. And Ward and Gemma go into the building to help get everybody else out. Mace jumps into this hole to save a kid who's trapped under a bunch of, like, concrete and shit. And then the entire building falls down on top of him. Um, And May decide you know the other agents that are with me is like it's too dangerous you can't go in there and she's like fuck that i need to go verify his death and i feel like the undertone to that was like if i don't verify his death then i'm dead (laughs) like in this fascist system um 
And she runs into some kids in the building, like in the stairwell. And she's like, what are you guys doing here? And she's like, and they're like, please help us. Like people, there's kids trapped. Like, and yeah, the help. wheels start, the wheels start turning. Like, she's like, for and she real. asks on the radio, why are there children here? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then um, she walks into the room and she pulls her gun on everybody. And Colson's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? We, we need your help. Help us get to these kids. And Mace starts pushing the concrete up um, to get, help get the kid out. And he's basically the only one that's keeping the building together. And May pulls her gun when she sees him and they all yell at her. They're like, what are you doing? Like he's, if you shoot him, we are all dead because he's, <laughs> he's holding the building, he's holding the building together. And Colson's like may snap out of it. And she looks really confused. And I was like, that was such a weird moment because like, it feels like real Colson came through and was like, this is what something he would have said to her, like in the real world. But he doesn't know who May is in this world. <laughs> like they've never no, but <laughs> he but he does have like some weird relation. Even though he still yeah. believes in blue soap working, he's, he also has some <laughs> like, there's like something there. Yeah, yeah. So 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 him him with that response like makes the most sense. And yeah. then like like at the very least, hearing anyone say your name saying that with all the things she just witnessed and saw, you know, as everything is coming together, like Mace has shown her that she, he's not like a murderous terrorist psychopath. And like her, her side is, is the quote unquote reeducation camp is apparently a kennel for human kids. And like, uh, you know, she's definitely uh, like clearly yeah. vis- visibly uh, f- figuring it all out. And, and I think like, it could have been anyone saying it. Maybe I, I think in like in theory, and it would have had the same effect for her. Yeah. But it, it it means something to it's us as Coulson. viewers because yeah. it's Coulson, and it m- makes sense because he would, he, he, you know, either him or Daisy or Jim could each be capable of that because of his weird uh, special uh, project, the Heady Immunity, or <laughs> yeah. not quite immunity since he still think has the conspiracy brain, <laughs> but. <laughs> Every time, like, like when they thought that he had really snapped through, and like, yes, he's here. You know, he, he, he you know, he, he remembers everything, and he brings up the blue soap. It's like mind control soap they're using, which also, to be fair, maybe is true. I mean, right? It is Hydra, and you know, they put like chairs and crystals and crap to like set people up. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how they did it in this this world. Like, like yeah. who knows? It's but very possible it, with fits at the helm. Who knows what's possible? God, yeah, evil, evil fits <laughs> is very scary. Like, but. Yeah. But yeah, so, it's uh, just funny. <laughs> I know. Um, I love that the blue soap is his reasoning for everything. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, Ma- Gemma is like desperate to get Mace out. She's like, you cannot stay here. Like you need to go because she knows that he's going to die in the real world if he dies here. <laughs> and Coulson drags her away. And just like it's really, really interesting seeing Gemma have this emotion for for Mace because they were at odds with each other in the real world over – a lot of things and I think they were just now coming to an understanding so I feel like there's that regret there of like we don't get a chance to repair our relationship because you're gonna be gone (laughs) like and May is standing there and she they have a moment where he's like go and she leaves without killing him and she kind of nods at him and she leaves and then they're all getting into the bus and the shield team watches the entire building collapse on May and then Fitz is at the Hydra base and he gets a phone call and him, Ada, and Dad are celebrating with champagne that Mace is dead. Patriot is dead. And in the real world, this is where I got confused. AIDS checks. Great. <laughs> Ada. <laughs> Typo. In the real world, Ada is looking at the bodies in the submarine and she sees that Mace is flatlining. And the look on her face is a look of 
confusion and also she might be upset. So this is why I was confused on like, are they synced? Like, does the Ada in the framework know what's going on? Like, I think obviously she knows what's going on in the real world, but does the real Ada know what's going on in the framework? I, I believe that she does. And I believe that they're basically, basically supposed to be the same brain, same, you know, consciousness. But like, there's something again, if we watched a little bit ahead, I like, there's like some specifics that I think, I, I, don't, I don't think it's spoiling to remind you or, or that you, something you were unaware of probably even before that mentioned it outright because we, we vaguely like referenced it earlier with the Pinocchio yeah. metaphor stuff, but in her like potential jealousy of Robome, mm. but uh, you know, she doesn't actually have emotions and part of her programming. Yeah. She's figured out ways around it to justify shit or whatever to, to make her goals happen. Yeah. But part of her programming is still like the, the first thing was preservation mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. So on some level, I think she's sad about that. Like, and I think she's just like, but it's not real sadness. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just like, like oh, knowing I failed oh, fa- I, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's failure, failure on some parameter and like some conflict in realizing that she's like fighting herself on some level. Like the, everything she's yeah. doing is like going against her basic nature. So there is like this internal conflict I think that maybe is what that's supposed to be showing, but yeah. I'm not sure. Cause I don't remember, like there's nothing like distinct about them being two separate things that I can yeah. remember. I was really confused. I was like, I don't know this maybe, well, you've already watched through. I don't know. I don't, we'll see I don't, if I, we'll see I if I catch think, anything when I'm watching yeah. it. I'll keep that in mind. For sure. sure. Well, and like I was focusing on, I think I, mean, I, 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 I can, like, it feels like most of my focus on what, Ada brought to the table was then after she does leave the framework, mm. you know, and like mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember like if they even show anything happening to like a robot version of her after that point. But That's I can't, weird. I can't remember. I mean, huh. it's also possible that she doesn't have any idea. Like she knows like the general like setup of the world, but she doesn't know what like framework yeah. Ada is doing. You know? Yeah, I'm. I. I yeah, that's definitely possible. <laughs> Um, she's just the one that's kind of like facilitating this, which is fucking weird. Anyway, okay. Very unseen. Best scene ever. May goes to Daisy in her cell and she's like, I hear you're an inhuman. And Daisy's like, I'm powerful enough to bring this whole damn place down. And May's like, you better be. And she pulls out a Terrigen crystal and she breaks it on the ground and Daisy goes into a and I totally forgot about this, and I'm so excited for next episode. <laughs> no, that's I think what got me started on watching the remaining four of the season. Yeah. Like, like because basically I was like, oh, that was rad. I got to see what happens next. Like, might as well. Got nothing to do forever. <laughs> Probably another month. Yeah. No, but, I totally forgot about that. That she gets her powers in the framework. I'm so excited. You know how anyone listening listening to our show will know that I forgot about it, and I think. Is either the last episode or the one before that? Like, I was complaining that they never do this. <laughs> I was like, why don't they ever make her have her human powers? Or she doesn't have them yet. But they, just, they do. But they said that she has the genes. Like, they could just do it. Like, oh, they just hadn't yet. <laughs> like, that's not that's not a legitimate criticism. Also, like, not to get too deep. No, we're, we get deep in this podcast. It's fine. But the, the fact that May is the one that does this for is kind of beautiful like her mentor in real life like essentially like a mother figure and she's allowing daisy to like come into her own in this horror world that's fake that daisy knows is fake but it's also like she's a lot she's helping daisy become her true self in the framework and may has kind of done a lot of that in real life as well which 
instead of it, you know, being Jai Ying, now it's May. <laughs> Dude, what? Why isn't Jai Ying in the framework? Yeah, what? It, they never really address what her one regret. What? What was Daisy's one regret? Like okay. finding out her dad was a piece of shit, so she never found out who she really was. Maybe. Who knows? She nothing is nothing about Daisy's life is really. The only thing that's there is Ward, and then Ada mentions Lincoln. Like, that but that's that was like a carrot, you know. But she was like yeah. coming up with new shit on the fly. But like, like, like whatever I, the whatever the choice was, trying to think of just why does she still go by Scott? Mm. Why she she's still she's not an inhuman. So my thought is, after the Hydra takeover, you know, they start killing all the inhumans. They probably destroy Haven mm. or whatever yeah. or Heaven, and. uh then if they did that, then Jai Ying couldn't get to her. Maybe they kill maybe Hyde her, too. I wonder if her regret was becoming an inhuman. That doesn't that doesn't ring true. Even to even well, Ada would, would miss the mark that much. But maybe like like she does feel like she regrets. Fine, like to me, like it's potential. I mean, not that she does, but but you could potentially read that. I guess the, either the inhuman thing or uh, my, my take was that she regretted finding out her dad was Calvin Zabo. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> possible. Lunatic. Um, God, but I feel like that might not be true either because they they sort of they, they they have an okay place. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, and they're they, in a pretty good place. And they find a way to love each other while also like being good to each other. I think by leaving each other alone forever. Yeah, she, she doesn't <laughs> like, accept who he is, but she accepts that he is, if that makes yes, sense. Like, yes. like, she's, I don't know. Yeah. He, he, I don't know now. I'm not sure what it would be. Like, it's definitely not like a shield. Her family and she loves. Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I bet it be is. It. No, I'm, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want her like regret to be based off of some dude that she met. Like, uh, that upsets see, me. <laughs> see, see, see. You said that though. I went to a completely different place. Like, like mine makes no sense. It's definitely my high brain <laughs> uh, going going here. But I want I want I want right before we wrap it up since this is since we're nearing the end. I want to go ahead and uh, okay, explore okay, let's it. Do it. But <laughs> the way I heard what you said, <laughs> which, which makes sense, you know, I, like, like the way you said it makes a lot more sense. But I interpreted that as she regretted getting with with the evil ward, oh, who okay, like manipulated with her and whatnot, <laughs> right? So, she, but but like, why why does that have to start? Why is that her at biggest point? regret? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, although I I mean. Knowing you had sex with that piece of shit, like, 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 like overall, it's honestly for me, it would if it was, if, it would just be Lincoln. <laughs> it would be my, <laughs> would be my biggest regret if I were. But hard. If saying. we were going really meta, it'd be a uh, Logan Paul. Or yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, so the way no, I took it was like she regretted meeting Ward, but I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that any of it, her regrets because she has so much other shit that she could regret in her life other you know i don't know fuck man we never explored daisy's regret what is what is the bs regret for daisy again how real are they when yeah. when they got Gemma dead that's true so maybe her and Gemma are just anomalies and they don't you know they're part of this because they replaced them i don't it feels know. like Gemma's are it's it's, it's a the Gemma's. it makes more sense that it's like a side effect because specifically, too, they say, I think in a future episode, uh, I'll mention briefly, uh, Ada mentions that 
what she did was insert herself into Jim's mm. spot at the academy. She introduced yeah. herself to Fitz on the first day of the academy, just like Jim. Ugh, so, so gross. So, so Jim's definitely feels like that's like, a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe she gave her a pony when she's a little girl, and then has her hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it had to happen this way. Uh. Your spoiled ass was coming home from your pony lessons. <laughs> you got shit. You got hit by a bus. It's a you little know, bit more. Uh... You got, you had shitty dreams. Nefarious. Than <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I don't really get what, like, why she would single out Daisy who wasn't in a grave. You know what I mean? Like, if Daisy was in a grave, or whatever, it'd be different. But as do you think maybe it was all she, she was, she's just sky? So hair. they hadn't been. They didn't scan her brain, like because she never got switched. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what it required is like a full brain scan. I mean, they have any, LEDs ready. I don't know. See, I don't know if we ever get the answer to this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I, I definitely don't think they like explore it directly. And like to me, the intention feels like there's probably supposed to be some unseen regret. I definitely think the not becoming an inhuman thing is is a side effect of the overall way the Hydra yeah, thing went. Right. But why did that happen? Because of May because <laughs> of may's choice okay so it's may's um, fault so yeah <laughs> may's fault that daisy's with more daisy's is, daisy's is just, <laughs> that's uh, really really weird actually to uh, think about i also way. like the idea that like daisy's regret was living in a van for six years <laughs> <laughs> like she was in a nice like shitty oh my God. okay so i just thought about something so somewhere. technically her and Gemma in this iteration of the framework are npcs because they're not really in there like they just they they replaced their doubles in the framework. They replaced their NPCs. Right, they're like posing so they're, as NPCs. So maybe, yeah, so maybe this is like there well, is maybe, no regret for them to to have because they were they're, just NPCs. so they're only so so they're only affected by other people's actions. That yes. makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so I think that's or what it is. I, I, I think I think that should work. And my head canon is if that's not it. <laughs> Then it's the van thing. Because <laughs> as someone who's had sleep problems for like a long time, I can't imagine <laughs> living in a van for like for years. Angeles. Yeah, for, for several years, especially with how hot it is the last couple oh, of days. Oh, it's got to fucking suck living in a van. Oh, my God. And she has all that computer equipment in there. Just make it that's heat. Yeah, that's got to heat <laughs> yeah. up. Got to have like a little generator. Ugh. No cool. good. All right, let's end here. We have a lot to discuss. Regret being the van. Our new spinoff podcast where we theorize what it's like to live in a van. (laughs) Where can people find you? I can be found not much online. I I was very pleased uh, that I snow nothing on on social media uh, is where I can be found. But I I was pleased my uh, phone. I haven't checked to see what it said this week, but last week. For the first time since quarantine, my notification said, your screen time is down. And I was like, oh, good for hey. you. <laughs> I also uh, immediately like dismissed it and did not view what it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. It's like, like it's only 19 hours yeah. a day. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's down yeah. from last week. Yeah, right. I don't want to see what down is. But I, I, maybe, hopefully, I'm going to keep that trend I going. I haven't looked at mine. And figure out somewhere to be sane. I just know that the first, like, the first week 
after it, it told me it went up, and I was like, "Fuck you, phone." <laughs> I was oh, like, like, "Nobody needs this went right up now." Eight hours. <laughs> a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. A eight hours a day. Yeah. Wow, that what is a lot. To be fair, I do a lot of work on my phone, so some of that is work, but also that's uh, there's a lot nothing of time wrong. on my phone. There's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right now, yeah, you, you, I, you I have to my, use it. I, I read, read on my phone as well. So. You have to use it for work. You read and we're in quarantine. I think that that's all yeah. the confluence of those things is legitimate. <laughs> you're not, you're not like a sixteen year old <laughs> who like goes to school and is like, I'm only on my phone. <laughs> Eight hours. hours yeah, no, no, that's yeah. Oh well. All right. Um, I asked you where you can be found, right? Yes, I, I sandwiched in my weird rant. Uh, <laughs> where, can people find, where can people find you? No, uh, I'm I'm all over the place. <laughs> I, I am too. Um, I can be found at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. Um, you can find this podcast at Project Tahiti on Twitter. We're on all of the things. You can listen to us on butwhythepodcast.com if you are a browser listener. Uh, definitely give them some traffic and thank you all so much for listening to project tahiti magical place catch you later bye